the shadows with Jordan. Welcome back to another episode of Into the Shadows. Today's episode is going to be, quite frankly, a hard one to share. I know so many of you love the fact that I share pieces of me, but there are times where I know I should speak on a topic and I hold myself back. I think to myself, am I really spilling too much of my own tea? But here we are, another episode, wondering if I should ever hit publish. This episode will highlight the emotional wave and how being in the midst of the wave can be seen as reactive abuse. Now I give a trigger warning. If you are not ready to hear anything that I have to say about reactive abuse or any type of physical or emotional abuse, I would love for you to pause and come back when you are ready, grounded, and safe to hear what I have to say. Now, before ever learning about human design and my emotional authority, I was just always labeled sensitive, emotional, crazy, even psycho. I just recently learned about reactive abuse, and reactive abuse is when a victim lashes out against their abuser physically and verbally. It happens when the victim is pushed to their breaking point. The abuser may use the victim's reaction as a way to manipulate the narrative. Now, 47% of women and men report that they have been emotionally abused and have experienced aggression from an intimate partner, according to various articles and studies I've read. I know personally with my trauma, lack of coping skills, lack of self-love and self-care and self-worth, I can absolutely see where I was not only the victim, but I too was the abuser. To be very fucking honest, I thought the way I reacted in some ways, if not all, was quite normal. Being raised in an emotionally charged home with people of all ages reacting to one another in this manner led me to think people fight this way. Growing up like this is normal. Little did I realize, now looking back, it's definitely not fucking normal. And it's definitely a generational chain that has been trickling down, chain by chain. Back in those days, you took the abuse. You would absolutely never talk about it. Instead, you would sweep it under the rug. There was no such thing as talking about your problems to a therapist or, quite frankly, to anyone. Whatever happened behind closed doors stayed the fuck there. On my healing journey, I can see how this generational way of thinking has affected many people in my family and how the chain is still trickling down with each link. The unhealthy coping skills along with no attachment to self-love and self-care and self-worth, can be absolutely seen. The fact that self-love and self-care and self-worth was most likely never fucking talked about, but yet, subconsciously, the trauma of the unknown behind the closed door moments were there. And that's what this chain may be. I reflect back on the way I was raised and how I was in every relationship I've ever been, 
whether it be family or friends or a partner, no matter what type of relationship, I reflect it back. I can see it so clearly now, especially during my years of my spiral. My spiral years were one of the darkest times for me. I wanted to just have fun. I wanted to stop hurting. I wanted to forget about everything. I found myself in relationships where people were emotionally unattached. The relationships lacked any type of boundaries. I was surrounded by emotionally immature people in my life, which led me to think this was the way relationships should be. Granted, my partners in life were young at the time, and they were definitely meant to just explore what type of person you would want to be in a relationship with long term. They were in no way a type of relationship that was meant to be settled like a mature life partner would be. So you see the mashup of generational chains passed down. My own trauma, lack of coping skills, lack in self-love and self-worth on top of being around immature relationships led me down a road where when I was triggered, I would react. There were times I would react and my fight mode would click in. I would be ready to attack so no one else could hurt me like when I was a child. There were other relationships that were toxic on both ends, where fight mode was the only mode I had. I've been punched, smacked, choked, dragged out of cars, hair pulled, all in the name of love. You would think this was all just from a romantic partner, but sadly it's not. This has happened in all types of relationships in my life. Now, I'm no saint. I've reacted this way out of love because I thought this is what love was. I remembered being in a relationship where we were both so fucking toxic that I just didn't give a fuck anymore. I would react when we were fighting in cars. I would try and take the keys out while the car was driving and trying to put the car in park. I was so broken and wanted the pain to just stop. Now as time passed and I aged, I understand that that relationship wasn't healthy and never acted in that manner ever again. Honestly, after that relationship, I went into flight mode where I would just bounce and leave anytime I was triggered. If I couldn't fight my way out, which I learned was wrong, I needed to get the fuck out, and quickly. It wasn't until I met my husband where I learned flight mode was also not the answer. Whenever I was triggered, I would pack up my clothes and hampers, and while I was packing, he was unpacking them. He would pull me in, hug me, and tell me how much he loved me, and he wanted me to stay and work on the relationship. That was the first time I ever felt safe. It was the first time in my life a man loved me enough to work through a relationship. A man gentle enough, kind enough, loving enough, 
and took charge. I knew then I needed to let down my walls and that it was time to heal and change for the better, for not only me, but for him and for our relationship. He deserved someone healed to love him, and I deserved to heal to be loved by him. And that's what I've been doing for the past 11 years. I've grown so much where I can voice what's triggering me and how I feel, even though there are times where I can't label the feeling. I can still voice, I just feel fucking weird. I can't put a label on it, but I just feel like I need to tell you so you know. This has taken years to get to this point, though. You see, as I put down my walls, he put his up. Because healing isn't a quick fucking fix. Takes fucking time. Which over time led to my husband putting up walls. He shut down from me always being so triggered, always blaming and shaming him. It got to be to the point he shut down, and he felt that no matter what he said and did, he was going to be in the wrong or in trouble. Pair that with alcohol, and our communication became non-existent. It wasn't until we became sober that we realized what was going on. It was like a veil lifted over us to where we could hear and see each other, truly, without feeling attacked for the first time. Then along came human design, where I learned that my authority on life was emotional. I make decisions based on my emotional state. Now in human design, I'm supposed to make decisions when I had mental clarity, not on the wave. I'm supposed to ride the emotions like a surfer until I get back to understanding or clarity. But with my unregulated emotional state, I was making choices while on the wave, which always led me to getting sucked into the wave. I describe this feeling like getting sucked into the undertow. You're drowning, panicking, and feeling fucking trapped. You lose control, and that was my life. I can see it so clearly now. My reactive abuse was me in the eyes of normal people. Crazy. Fucking psycho. I was making decisions during my wave when in reality, I was swept in my emotional undertow, fighting for my life. So I leave you here with this. Has there ever been a time you felt your emotions led you down a path of decisions that were definitely not in your best and highest good? Have you ever been swept into the wave through the undertow? Or better yet, has someone else taken you on the wave?